What's up, Moonbeams? Welcome to episode 191, Poisoning the Well. In today's episode, we will be talking about worrying and how worrying is ruining your life and how it's a dreadful habit to have, almost as bad as biting your nails. (laughs) What's up, y'all? I hope y'all had a great weekend. Welcome to another episode. If you are new to this podcast, what's up? salutations and thank you kindly for being here i really do hope that you enjoy the show and i hope that you are well if you coming back for another episode what's up cuz what's going on i don't know about y'all but i'm in chicago and the weather is a little bit crummy but at the same time that don't mean we don't take action that don't mean we don't act with intention that don't mean we don't get the job done so here we are and i'm grateful to be here anyway in the first segment We're going to talk about worrying kills your focus. In the second segment, we're going to talk about how it creates irritability. And in the third segment, we're going to talk about how worry can manifest failure. As always, my intention for these episodes is to use my mistakes to use my regrets to use my failures my wisdom my support whatever it is i have honestly to use myself as a trusted resource as best as possible the best way that i can for you uh and to hopefully use these episodes to help somebody to even if it's you laughing at the way i did something because you probably would have never did that but whatever However way that I can be here to support you, help you, and push you along the way to becoming the best person that you can be for yourself. That's all that I care about. Your success, your health, your mental health, and your fulfillment. So let's jump into this episode right now. Swedish proverb said, Worry often gives a small thing a big shadow. I personally enjoy this quote because I love the paint the picture that it paints, you know, especially as it, you know, paints worry as, you know, something, a force that creates a shadow in our life. And very oftentimes worry does. Worry is 
a lack of control for whatever reason. And in that lack of control or certainty, this shadow starts, you know, the shadows cast, this curse is cast in our life and it grows and it grows and it grows and it spills into everything. It overshadows everything. It covers up everything and it's like a fog in your life and you find it hard to see you find it hard to focus you find it hard to remain engaged and that's what brings us to this first segment one of the worst ways that focus can affect your life is it kills your focus to feel it it, it impairs your ability to concentrate and to focus on the task at hand to focus on the things that you're trying to do it took me a long time to learn that you know, most times the poor stay poor because the poor has different worries and concerns than the rich does. You know, with the poor, the word, main worry is survival, having enough to get by, you know, making ends meet. You know, I know for myself for a very long time that, you know, I couldn't thrive or get, you know, for get ahead in life because I was always worried about just having all that I need to survive and just having just enough that it never dawned on me to ask for more than what I thought I deserved or it never dawned on me to grow and expand and see the situation differently. When we become burdened by worry, we're not able to be present. We're not able to be here. We're not able to be aware. When we're worried, we don't have access to the universe's messages and synchronicities and, you know, God's voice in our ear. When it's time for us to do certain things, when it's time for us to make certain moves, when it's time for us to go in certain directions. For a long time, I prided myself on being a great worker bee until... You know, economy changed, and next thing you know, I'm getting fired and laid off from job, job after job after job after job. And when you're fired and laid off enough, you get into that place where you approach every job as a ticking clock until you get fired, until it's over for whatever reason. But you pretty much worry about, you know, the job, losing the job, or what's going to happen, that whole type of thing. A lot of us have so many goals, so many dreams, and so many intentions, so many things, you know, checkpoints that we need to hit, but we abandon, we've abandoned our dreams, we've abandoned our goals to worry, to sit around and worry, you know, to sit around and try to control the uncontrollable, to sit around and try to manage the unmanageable. And I say this to say that, you know, it's easier said than done, but when you realize there are going to be a lot more things in life that you can't control, but what you can control is you. You can control how you respond to things. What you can, what you need to understand is that change is the most constant and consistent element in our life. Lyums and everything in life is temporary. Everything is always changing. When you learn to set your watch by that, when you learn to lean into that and embrace that, you can start to release the control. You can start to embrace the unknown. You can start to embrace the fact that, you know, you could possibly not have this job next week, but all in all, you know you're going to be good. You know, you know you're growing into the kind of person that can only get better and better at taking care of themselves. So 
no matter what the situation, you're going to make sure you're okay. And the universe is going to make sure you're okay. But to be, you know, be clear, pay attention to your focus because you're spending so much time worrying about this and worrying about that, that you're dropping the ball. You're taking your eye off the road and you're going to crash and hit something soon. And it could very well cost you everything. Winston Churchill said, when I look back on all these words, I remember the story of an old man who said on his deathbed that he had a lot of trouble in his life, most of which never happened. I love this quote too, and I love Winston Churchill's quotes specifically, just as a way of speaking and uh, speaking that just penetrates my heart personally. But I love this quote because it gets to the heart of how we can abandon our passions, we can abandon our visions, our personal missions, our personal purposes out of fear, out of worry. You know what I mean? I've met so many people who would rather settle for just working a nine to five, which is nothing wrong with, you know, but you can very clearly see that they have, you know, very clear, beautiful, majestic, God-given talents, things that they were put here specifically to do, to use them for. And, you know, I understand that the likelihood of probably becoming a next billionaire because of doing that thing probably might seem small, but you never know what kind of life you're talking yourself out of. I'm definitely learning more and more that a lot of us, we shy away from what our true purpose is and we feel like we're not going to be able to be successful in it right off top if we're not going to be able to win in it off right off top if it's not going to be able to cater and plug our ego right off top and that's not how life works. I say this to say that worrying you know when you're making these kind of decisions is because you're worrying and worrying affects you and it can hurt your life because it makes you irritable. Worrying can make you unstable. Worrying can have you unhinged. You know what I mean? I remember going through a period in my life where I was not making enough money. I was working at some staffing firm and I was working 10 to 6 and I wasn't making enough money and I just remember being miserable there. I was so freaking miserable and I had this idea of what if I got a second job? I had to be like about maybe 26 or 27. And I'm like, what if I got a second job? And it was a special a Circle K right across the street, you know, and they were hiring for a cashier position. So I would work 10 to 6 at, you know, my, at my daytime job. And then I would leave and go work 7 to midnight, I think, or 7 to 2 in the morning at this position and then I would travel an hour and some change home and I would do this every day, five days a week. And I just remember it just really, one, it didn't put me in a position to make any more money. So it made the worrying exacerbated. It made the situation far worse. And when we're worrying, we're unsettled. When we're not, when we're worrying, we're untrusting in ourselves. We're not trusting in life. We're not trusting in the universe. We're not trusting in God or whatever it is that you call it. 
when we're worrying, we're disconnected. We're disconnected in our bodies, we're disconnected in our hearts, and we're disconnected in our minds. And because we're disconnected, uh, you know what I'm saying, there's a betrayal going on. And I feel in that betrayal between the mind, the body, the spirit, and the universe, it creates an irrit irritability, it creates a tension, it creates a aggressiveness. You know, I think it's honestly a dissatisfaction with the self and how we're going to such lengths to control something or try to manage a situation and it's not working and we're hurting and damaging ourselves even more in the process. Understand that you have been sitting about sitting around worrying about how you're going to feed the kids. You've been sitting around wondering how you're going to pay for college, how you're going to pay the car note, how you're going to keep this job, how are you going to maintain traveling two to three hours every day for work on the bus? You have all these concerns, I understand. They are occupying everything right now. But you have to realize if the, that the worrying isn't putting you in the place of solving the problem. The worrying is putting you in the place of manifesting the worst case scenario. We're going to definitely talk about that more in the next segment. But the worrying has you irritable. I think a lot about how growing up, I saw my parents, especially my mom, they had lots of different concerns. They had a lot of different mouths to feed, lots of different uh, responsibilities, obligations. So when things fell through, when something got repossessed or whatever, you know what I mean? Like she was always on pins and needles and always, you know what I'm saying, just get very irritable, hard to talk to, hard to be around. And I just saw that a lot as my as, as a kid that, you know, it put me in a place of I want to live a life that's below my means and live a life that's safe. And I want to have enough just to function so I don't have to be like that. But I learned that life affects those people, too. So you might as well get what you want. But you also need to learn how to release, surrender and let go because you can control everything. The great George Bernard Shaw said, people become attached to their burdens, sometimes more than the burdens are attached to them. Again, another solid, beautiful quote. And I love this quote because so many of us, we grow up worrying. Our childhoods are steeped in worrying, you know, worrying about our parents, our parents worried about us, worrying about if you're, if you're gonna be able to come home and mama's gonna have some food on the table, worrying about if you're gonna come home and the lights gonna be off, worrying about if you're gonna have to eat breakfast at school instead of home, you know what I'm saying, for the rest of your childhood, whatever it may be for you. I want this segment to talk about how worrying is another form of manifestation to me. You know, worrying, you know, usually when it comes to manifesting, when it comes to, you know, the law of attraction, to visualizing, you know, the point, the point of manifestation is to determine what you want and then to fix that thing in your mind. Keep it fixed. Keep it right into you. Keep it right in your reticular activating system. Keep it right in your subconscious until your subconscious can't refute it. And now it has to take form, physical form. It has to happen. Worrying is the dark side of that manifestation. There's a concern, a worst case scenario, something that you're really, really, really scared of. Worrying 
will help you manifest your biggest fears. Nothing has made that more possible to me than losing my home. With all the stress and all the mayhem that I was going through, with losing jobs, fighting unemployment, you know, fighting for my unemployment, you know, just all the different things that I was doing to live, to survive, to keep keeping on, to eat, to keep the lights on, just it was just so depleting. And in the midst of it, it was hard for me to keep hope alive. It was hard for me to visualize it being okay, visualize it working out, visualize, you know, something coming through and just solving all this. I was sick to death of having to figure out, having to fight with unemployment, trying to interview with jobs, but having little to no money to get to the places, you know, doing everything I can to keep the phone on and just all the different problems that could be ongoing. And it made me just worry about losing my home. What's going to happen? What's going to happen to me? You know, how is this all going to end and just worrying about that? And I must have worried about losing my crib for about at least a good three or so years. And when it finally happened, you know, I wasn't even surprised. I was, I was, I was devastated because it was a life change in a way, but I wasn't surprised. And I wasn't surprised because I've been manifesting this end you know, for years, I've been actively putting in the energy in manifesting this scenario. A lot of us do that in our daily lives, whether it's with the people that we date and worrying that this person might be a cheater, they may do us wrong. And we spend so much time worrying about it that we're manifesting the outcome that we want. We manifest the person that's going to hurt us or cheat on us. We manifest the person that's going to do us wrong. We spend so much time worrying about whether we're going to get that raise and we're able to easily find all the reasons they may not give us that raise or promotion and we spend so much time ruminating on that outcome instead of what can go right instead of what can what can happen what could be we ruminate on what can go wrong and you know the different ways it will go wrong and we're able to get very elaborate in our manifestation of failure but we're not able to bring that same juice and energy to manifesting pure things, manifesting desires. We, that is something we need to unlearn. That is something I am trying my best to unlearn. I've been going through chapters in my life about maybe a good five, six, no, maybe about a good seven, eight years of becoming better with uncertainty because for a long time, I've been like so many people where, you know, we feel like you get a job, you get a place, you get, you know, you chase the American dream and there's a, a, a realm of certainty you can live in and you're going to be okay. No, life is taking me through very specific channels and showing me that if I'm not making my own money, if I'm not creating, if I'm not financially independent, I'll never have the certainty and independence that I personally can count on, that I can lean on, that I can depend on. It's been one of the hardest and most challenging things I've gone through in my life, but I know it's because that's the way it has to be. It's because that's the way I would prefer it. So many of us are out there manifesting the worst case scenario. You've been manifesting, you've been worrying for a long time. You worry about your children, what's happening out there. And the next thing you know, this, the child ended up making a mistake. Let's stop the worrying. Let's put the concerns down. Let's switch it up. Let's do a new thing because you're manifesting all the wrong things. Why? <laughs>
Beings. Welcome to the air segment. Here in the air segment, y'all know we get down to the nitty gritty and we keep it real, y'all. We keep it a book. We, you know, we just had it heart to heart, you know, from cousin to cousin, brother to sister, brother to brother. You know what I mean? I mean, friend to friend, you know what I'm saying? Just person to person because, you know, like I love y'all the way I love myself and I want the best for you. And I understand the importance and the power of being able to have people in your life that is willing to tell you the truth and that is also willing to do it lovely, uh, lovingly. You know what I mean? I believe a lot in tough love and maybe that's a lot of because of how my parents raised me, but also because I feel like when certain things are said too lovingly or too sweet, we're not able to assess the urgency and the severity and the seriousness of the situation. And sometimes you need just a little, you know, real love, real world, you know, down to earth, tough love. And it's not to be demeaned, but I want this segment. I like this segment. I created this segment just so we can be mano a mano and we can just be clear. You know, I don't, I'm not telling y'all anything that I don't need to know. Everything that I teach y'all, everything that I'm, I'm talking about, rather, are these things I'm teaching myself constantly. These are the things that I most need to learn. You know, I definitely want to remind people that I'm not some guru trying to share my life and trying to put everybody on. No, these are things that we are learning together. I just wanted to create this podcast to create a platform where we can learn these things together create a podcast where I can be that friend or that support for somebody who may not have anybody rooting for them in their corner. They may not have people that actually see them for who they are. They may not have people who value them for who they are and what it is they're trying to do. Anyway, let's jump in. The first letter is E, embrace. Embrace that worrying is killing your focus. You can't get clear about what it is you want to do. You can't get clear about where it is you want to go or how to go about executing because you're worrying too much about it falling through. You're worrying too much about what people may think. You're worrying too much about how long it's going to take you. You're worrying too much about how to make it look, how to execute it and make it look easy or impressive. You're worried about how much it may challenge you or test you. You're worried about how much it may make you question yourself. You're worried about how much and they make you sweat or bleed and none of that is the problem none, none of that is important you need to just knuckle down and do the work you need to regain your focus and know that in life the universe bears no ill to you the same way you bear no ill to it the next letters are recognize Recognize that worrying creates irritability. Recognize that worrying creates a disharmony in your mind, in your spirit, in your heart, in your body. And with all that disharmony, there's going to become tension. There's going to become unresolved. There's going to become vehemence. There's going to become blockages. There's going to become you know, dysfunction and, you know, there's going to become cognitive dissonance and all the different things. You have to be aware that worrying disarms you. Worrying breaks down your body. Worrying breaks down your DNA. Worrying makes you sick. A lot of people are getting sicker and sicker these days because 
They've been worrying and ruminating about things for decades. And next thing you know, it's showing up and coming back as cancer. It's coming back as all these different illnesses because we're not setting ourselves free from the bondage of worry. The next letter is A, accept. Accept that worry manifests failure. Accept that anything you're sitting around here worrying about, you are manifesting darkness. You are using sick witchcraft, <laughs> okay? You are manifesting darkness. The worst case scenario, you're manifesting a thing you never want to happen because you're spending all day, every day, and this is your predominant thought. This is your dominant thought. This is the thought you're giving the most attention and love. You are consistently building on this thought. You are exploring all the possibilities. You are creatively, you know, filling in all the blanks to make this thought bigger and bigger. And as this thought becomes bigger and bigger, it casts a wider shadow until everything is covered up but that worry. And now that worry has the space and room it needs to destroy as the space it, needs, space it needs to dominate everything and really just be a wrecking ball to make your life live in hell. And you don't deserve that. So many of us are stuck in ruts. Well, so many of us have been stuck because we're worried about the wrong things. We're worried about what people are going to think. We're worried about what our family's going to say. I continue to say this. We're going to continue to say this. If you are a grown person sitting around here putting your life on hold because of what somebody else is going to say about, say about you, you are a failure. You are a failure. And this is coming from somebody that used to do the same thing. It's coming from somebody that still has to fight the urges to want to care what other people think. But one of the best and biggest freedoms that I do know, and I know from personal experience that you will feel, is when you're free of people's concerns and opinions for your life, you have to live this shit your way. You have to make the mistakes your way. You have parents in your life that are trying to uh, instruct you on how to go about living so you don't make these mistakes, make those mistakes, or make the mistakes they made. Sometimes you got to make the mistakes that they made so you can learn what they learned. You know, sometimes you ain't going to be able to get everything at face value because you're not going to be able to understand because you don't have the experience. You ain't did that work. You can't operate and build with that same intelligence all the time because you need the experimental pieces. You need that experience. You need the action. You need the learning that comes from taking action. You need the comprehensive version. Anyway, there you have it. Embrace, recognize, and accept. In the next episode, we're going to talk about one chapter at a time, so you don't want to miss that. If you haven't had a chance yet, head over to Apple Podcasts and please leave a comment and a rating and let me know what you think about this episode. I want to thank y'all for supporting the medicine cabinet when we get experimental about exploring your potential. This episode is important to me because I know how many dreams die because of worrying. I've seen how many dreams died, have died because of worrying. 
I currently know people, have known people who I know their dreams are going to die because they're not going to be able to be the best at whatever they be the best at that thing. Or they can't come out the gate paying their bills tomorrow. Or they're not going to be able to see the kind of instant, you know, gratification that makes them feel special or that inflates their ego or whatever like that. So there's lots of people that are counting on those gifts to come to fruition and be, you know, developed and shared with the world so they can feel inspired and they can become a part of that same movement. Stop ruining your life worrying again. Easier said than done. A lot of us, we, you know, take it as a badge of honor. I'm a chronic worrier. I get it from my mom. I get it honest and all that. That's not good. It's a terrible habit to have. It's definitely a terrible energetic habit to have as a spiritual being because again you when you become a warrior and you become someone in your psyche in your heart that is you know you've created lots of storms in your life over and over your soul knows the truth and you become someone who becomes skilled at worrying and manifesting the biggest storms you can think of as opposed to becoming someone who is trusting and surrendering and manifesting the biggest, best desires you can dream of. And a lot of that comes with knowing that you deserve the world. A lot of that comes with knowing that you matter. And damn you matter. I matter. We matter. And we all matter. But we're not going to get where we're going trying to worry about every damn thing. Anyway, before we go, let's do these affirmations. All that is possible is possible for me. Again, all that is possible is possible for me. And the last one, I am strong, I am enough. I am wise and I am tough. I am strong, I am enough. I am wise and I am tough. Y'all have a great day and have a great week and let that worrying shit go. There's so many blessings on the shelf, so many blessings ready to fall out the closet, but life is ready and waiting for you to surrender and let the door fly open so those things can befall you. Peace. Later. <laughs>